0: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by
1: Auburn fans,
0: for Auburn fans.
1: War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and, of course, my fabulous co-host, Kyle, to discuss the final indoor meet, the NCAA Championships.
0: You are doling out the superlatives tonight. What do you want?
1: I want you to do a great job on the show with me.
0: Well, I'm not going to do as great a job as some of the people in the NCAA championships. Oh! Can I just like go ahead and spoil it right no, now? No no, 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 no. Can I come on? Let me do it.
1: No, I said do a good job tonight. I didn't say do a spoiler. Fine.
0: Job We've got some exciting things to talk about, folks.
1: So the NCAA championships just completed. They were held for three days March 11th, 12th, and 13th in, of course, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Same place as the SEC championships
0: woo pig suey (laughs) razorbacks again can i just address if you're gonna have a cheer make it intimidating are you in like seriously are you in any way intimidated by woo pig suey you
1: know what i think of every time charlotte's web remember in charlotte's web in the movie where they call the pig
0: okay is that do they say woo pig suey is that what
1: they say they say Woo,
0: pig. i have no recollection of that whatsoever that is not where my mind went Charlotte's web. Anytime time I go. hear their call, I just think of barbecue and that I'm hungry and that's all it thinks me. Oh, makes that's me fair too. So anyway, that's that's your like side note, your tangent that we usually go on for the show.
1: Well, there's lots of tangents. So, do you know how many people from Auburn competed? I believe
0: team? you told me this. Okay. Let me see if I get it. We had four men. Okay. And two women for a total of six competitors from Auburn in the NCAA indoors.
1: Now, if you can name all six without looking at my notes, I will oh, be my so impressed.
0: Okay, all right, all right, here we go, here we go.
1: Hit so, the women, that'll be easy. But I was
0: right, four four yes. men, two, yes. okay, so the women, Maddie Malone and Joyce Camelli, okay. hands down. Perfect. That's like, know them, they have been our superstars all season. Now the men, this might be tricky, but okay. I think I got it. I them.
1: think you got it too. I know
0: Dante Brown, yep. the sprinter.
1: Yep.
0: Alex Spyridonidis, because yep. of his name. Yep. And he's our heptathlete.
1: Ooh, good job!
0: Ooh, have athlete. There's a new word there. Um, we have James Corson. Yep, on pole vault. Yep, and then oh my gosh, Kyle, I've got it. Hold on, just give me one second here. I know this, and I should know this. Dontavious Hill, great job, high jump. Yes, great job. got it. But now,
1: what were Joyce and Maddie competing in?
0: Uh, Maddie was weight throw. Of course. And and Joyce was all kinds of thousands of meters of runs.
1: 3,000 meter and a
0: 5,000 meter. Jeez. So, (laughs) six total competitors. But really, we had... Technically seven events Correct. being run. Because te- Joyce
1: competed in two.
0: And technically, if we go well, even further, in a heptathlon, we had seven events. So if you really want to get technical, it was math is really hard. I'm trying to do it in my head is that right 13 now. Thirteen events. Thirteen events total. No, with the extra one for Joyce would be fourteen events. If you say so. Okay. Enough math, enough enough tangents, that's that's where we're at. Lots so, lots of events, six competitors.
1: Yes. Let's talk about so in order to be invited mm-hmm. to the indoor championship because it is an invitation only, right. obviously. You have to have um, placed in the top 16 within the nation. So the top 16 athletes in each event were invited.
0: So it's, it's quite an accomplishment regardless of yes. how you actually end up getting here. The fact that you're in the top 16, and that's with programs like Arkansas, right. like Oregon, Oregon. I think in Texas, pretty good as well.
1: Florida State. Florida
0: State's pretty good in some um, areas too.
1: Randomly, Baylor.
0: Alabama's pretty good at distance runs too. Oh, moderate, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about them a few years.
1: Baylor like came from out of nowhere. I hadn't even been looking at them this year and... They were really good in the field events,
0: but I always know Arkansas and Oregon are always there. Sometimes Florida Arkansas still. and
1: Oregon always kill it. Um,
0: Clemson's usually there, isn't aren't they?
1: Oh yeah, I mean every school pretty much is there. It's just how many athletes. But, you know, Oregon goes back all the way. To the
0: Nike founder. yeah.
1: years. You know, Steve Prefontaine. Like, we're back, 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 all the way back in the 60s and 70s. And so, they've just been a powerhouse for the last 50, 60 years. Well,
0: not anymore because Auburn is on the incline in terms of sending more and more athletes there. So, look out.
1: Yeah. This is what the most that we've ever sent in our time of doing the show, right?
0: I feel like we've sent, like, two max in our... Years of doing this together, and even with when Whitney was your co-host, yeah, I, I don't like remember I
1: was, Whitney and I ever talking about indoor championships this much.
0: No, definitely not. Outdoor was different, yeah, but indoor we definitely were kind of like, well, we got well, at least we, we have outdoor. We get
1: to go to outdoor, but
0: now we are celebrating indoor. And can I just say, let me compliment our ladies and gentlemen of of the team here. Not only is do we have six competitors, but I just love the diversity with the events that they are representing. In both the women, women, women's, come on, Kyle, get your words together, and men's perspective as well. You've got field and running events. But even within those two different sectors, or excuse me, running and field events, I think mm-hmm. is what I said. But you, you've you got throwing events. You've got jumping events. You've got distance. You've got sprinting. All represented here for the Tigers. Literally. In the, in the finals for indoor competition.
1: Very, very impressive. Not the
0: finals, but the nationals, the championship We events. knew what you
1: meant. The final indoor meet.
0: Look, you know, I'm not technical with all this track stuff. I'm just here for the funny bits. We're
1: trying. So (laughs) let's do a little recap of what brought these athletes to nationals. Because I think that's really important. Setting
0: the stage, so to speak.
1: Yes. So first athlete we want to talk about is Dante Brown. Like Kyle said, he competed in the 60 meter. He actually won the SEC indoor title in the 60 meter. Hence how he made it to the NCAA championships. And he is actually the first Auburn sprinter to claim an SEC title since 2012. So that's a big accomplishment in and of itself.
0: Absolutely. You know, SEC has been dominated by Arkansas forever. So anytime that in a distance run that you can uh, outrun the hogs, that's a good thing.
1: There you go. Well, sprinting event, not distance run. Okay, yes. You know what I meant. Anyway, (laughs) next up we have James Corson. Like we said, he is here for pole vault. He placed second, got a silver medal at the SEC Indoor Championship, and he set three new PRs at the SEC Indoor Championship and got the third best mark in Auburn history.
0: I think it would be fair to say that James has been our surprise of this year.
1: I would disagree with that. You think so? However, it is always nice to see a pole vaulter because it's not often that you have a really great pole vaulter. Right. You, You typically have some average pole vaulters, but to have somebody... You know, we've we've watched James, you know, progress the last few years. Right. And he's been very middle of the pack, you know, top of the middle. And then this year, he just kind of outshined. What's the, what's your thing? Outkicked your coverage? Yes.
0: Are you saying I outkicked my coverage with you? Is that your no, opinion? I'm just, saying James. I feel like, folks, that's what she's saying here.
1: <laughs> I'm saying all I would of agree. a sudden. Last year, he was good. And then this year, it was like, boom, he's on the map. He's really great.
0: Yeah. I I just think that it's not somebody that I was expecting to, exactly. do, to be in nationals, just quite frankly. And that's right. on me more than anything. But I'm happy to see him there competing. Yeah. We'll talk about our Alex Spyridonidis. I almost tripped over his name and, uh, in the haptathlon. And it's not often we get to talk about the athlon elites, as I tend to I hate the when you
1: call it that. <laughs> yeah. Athlon
0: elites uh, there, but he was there competing. He's the NCAA Division II runner-up in the indoor heptathlon in 2019, which means that he was competing in a different team. I
1: was about to say, so different division. So obviously, we're in NCAA Division One. So this is this is a bigger ball game.
0: So not only did he take it the step up to Division One, but he came to a major program. Yep, and made it to nationals in his first year. Right, year. And right. I Just think, he would have been there probably last year with.
1: Oh, yeah. That's COVID. what's so disappointing is, like, we'll get to it in a second, but Joyce Camelli, she qualified for NCAA <laughs> last year, and then obviously it was canceled.
0: Didn't get to run whatsoever. Yeah. Then we've got Don Tavius Hill in the high jump, a guy that we've seen rising over the last couple of years, and I'm happy to see him finally seeing some fruition to all that hard work. Silver medalist at the SEC Indoor Championship, and that's what got him here into the NCAAs.
1: Absolutely. So, moving on to our two women— We have Maddie Malone, obviously, with the weight throw. So, she competed in the 2019 NCAA Indoor Championships for the weight throw. And that year, she placed eighth as a freshman. I remember talking
0: about her then. Yeah.
1: So, she's not only that, but she's the Auburn school record holder for weight throw. And she holds the third best mark in the country this season. Obviously, Prior to the NCAA championships,
0: you know, I'm just not surprised by what Maddie Malone does these days. Honestly, you know, I just expect her me. to be there at this point. No, I mean, when she you're doing that as fantastic. a freshman, you you're gonna just get better and better.
1: Yeah, and it's still just so disappointing to me. Obviously, there are major things that are disappointing about last year and covid and everything we won't get into the debate of that but it is still sad thinking back about all of these athletes and what they could have done last year as well in 2020 if had they been able to compete So it's just a little heartbreaking. Um, But moving on to some better news. Joyce Camelli, like we said, she qualified for... Can I talk
0: about it, please?
1: 3,000 meter and the 5,000 meter? Okay.
0: No, no, I'll wait. I'll be patient. Go ahead.
1: She qualified in 2020 for the NCAA Indoor Championships. But obviously, like I just said, they were canceled. So she was the SEC champion for the 3,000 meter and the 5,000 meter. We talked about that in our last episode. So prior to these events... She was seated number two for the three thousand meter, and seated number three for the five thousand meter.
0: Interesting. Kyle,
1: is that interesting to you? Interesting
0: seating for these situations here. Number
1: three for the five thousand meter.
0: Mm, we'll see how that works out for the rest of the competition in just a minute.
1: So, not only is are those things true, but Joyce is actually the USTFCCCA mm. South Region Female Runner of the Year.
0: What an acronym!
1: I know. I feel like she's going to get some more titles pretty soon. And...
0: Just not with that acronym, please.
1: Right, right, right. She holds the indoor record for the mile, the 3,000 meter, and the 5,000 meter for Auburn. Yeah,
0: you know, it's just... eh, Just give me a distance run and Joyce will just take care of it. She's going to
1: kill it. So, those were all of the um, positive news predating...
0: What got us to this point, and kind of you know the stories we've been following throughout the year for these athletes in the the competition.
1: Now, Kyle, you can start talking about some good things.
0: All right, I want to talk about my girl Maddie Malone first.
1: I know you freaking love weight throw. You love shot put.
0: What's not to love? You go out there on the field and you just grab something and chunk it. Like I mean, like. (laughs)
1: What? I feel like you significantly diminished the hard work that my weight Waitthro.
0: Listen, this is just, you know, me as the com- commentator here who has no background whatsoever in okay. track and field. In fact, I tried out once, didn't make the cut.
1: That is not shocking. Hurtful. <laughs> truthful.
0: But truthful. Um, what
1: did you try out for?
0: We're not going to talk about no, that.
1: No, 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 no. This is important information, Kyle. We distance need to know. running. Are distance you serious? running.
0: Yes. Yes, it was distance. How did I
1: not even know this? I feel like you would have been a decent jumper, like a long jumper maybe?
0: I have dunked the ball in basketball one time, and there's one person who witnessed it, and that was like my one claim to fame in terms of jumping, so probably not.
1: Okay, how about hurdling?
0: No, that includes jumping. So anyway, this is not about me. <laughs> It's about what Maddie did. She so now we've talked a lot about her and how the amazing thing she does, and, and you know, she's no less amazing here. But she only got fifth here in the women's weight throw. Now remember, out of sixteen competitors, I was
1: say let's let's rephrase that, Kyle. That was kind of a poor phrasing. Well, she placed fifth you out know, of all of the people in the entire country in the NCAA Division One. True,
0: and she did. You know, she did some great things at the SEC, and all, when you get to nationals, it's only going to get tougher.
1: And Also, Kyle, what else?
0: She had a PR.
1: She had a PR! 22.16
0: 22.16 meters. I couldn't get to it fast enough for Jessica. Because that
1: is amazing.
0: So, obviously, with this type of performance on a national stage, it gets you other honors as well. She's now the highest-placing Auburn woman in school history in the weight throw period. Yes. Also earned her third All-America honors. She's the first Auburn woman to be a three-time All-American since Auburn Hurdler. Jessica went to history lesson on this one. <laughs> Samantha Scarlett in 2014 and 2016. Through That's her, 2016. Th- through 2016, excuse me. And I remember hearing about her doing that back
1: then well there you go so your girl maddie malone fifth place finish all america times three and a pr
0: that's what's up my lady
1: proud of her okay let me do the next one so that you can get to joyce after that how about this yeah you're
0: gonna let me have joyce yeah i'm going to we're gonna take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement one of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest, every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e 2 cnetworkgmailcom gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on, who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn? Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode.
1: Alex, I'm going to say his name wrong, Spiridonidus. That was a
0: very good job. Round of Thank applause you. for you. I would do it, but it would break <laughs> the mic.
1: Our heptathlete. So the heptathlon was performed, done, I don't know the word. Competed? It happened over two days. Okay. So day one. He PR'd in day one with his points for 3,241 points, and he was in sixth place after day one. So, day one, he had the 60 meter dash, which he PR'd in and got a time of 7.1 seconds. He PR'd in shot put with a throw of 13.74 meters. He jumped. A long jump of 7.45 meters, and he jumped a high jump of 1.97 meters. So day one was a solid day for him. Two, well, technically three PRs, two in the events, and one in his points.
0: Exactly. And I think, you know, just it's incredible to have watched him rise so quickly. And again, we talked about there's a little bit of a gap here with him not being able to compete with us last year. Right. Overall, Anyway. Um, so it just is, it's nice to see someone just come onto the stage and burst there, even with such a difficult name to say. <laughs> and he's doing big things already. I mean, he's sixth in day one out of 16 competitors. Right. That's right. already in the top, almost the top third yeah. of the competitors.
1: So moving on to day two, he actually ended up finishing final place, was fifth place. So he moved up and he PR'd with a total point number of 5,863 points which is the fourth best ever total by an auburn athlete in the heptathlon. So the final three events were the 60 meter hurdles, he got a time of 8.29 seconds. His pole vault was a vault of 5.06 meters and the 1000 meter dash was a time of 2 minutes 48.38 seconds.
0: I'm looking how they spread out the events here and I like how they do. You got jumping, running and throwing on day 1 and then you've got running and jumping and then running and then jumping again all in the end day for all of the events how they're spread out.
1: You call oh so you're saying hurdling is running Her- and jumping
0: not running and jumping. I mean, is it what are not? you
1: calling vaulting?
0: Vaulting it would be jumping. Okay, wouldn't it be? It would be or hurling yourself. <laughs> Wait a minute, would a vault be a throw because you're throwing <laughs> oh, yourself? My gosh. Now I think pole vault is not my I new can't favorite. Throw no, you out the window. Not only do you throw yourself, you throw yourself. I don't know where <laughs> oh, else I was going to go with that. Just, it's, sorry, It just Bless popped in my head. Heart. I have a new appreciation for it.
1: Okay, Kyle.
0: Joyce Camellia.
1: You have been waiting on this. Kyle woke me up last night after midnight. Hold on. To tell me about Joyce Camelli That's not true. That is true. That is
0: not true. I came in there. She goes to sleep way earlier than me because she's because a Because gr-
1: I get up earlier than But you. she's
0: also a grandma and a cat, old cat lady.
1: But also, after midnight is a good time to be asleep.
0: This was 10 o'clock at night. No, it wasn't.
1: It, it was, was 1224. It was
0: 10 o'clock at Kyle, night. Kyle, it was
1: 1224. I
0: know when the I didn't even th- go I, to bed. Before I got 10. anyway. It was ten o'clock at night. Ignore twenty-four. Anyway, so come in there and I check and see if she's actually got if she's still awake. And she like as soon as I walk in the room, she turns over. and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to tell her because like <laughs> Joyce Camelli's is a national champion. Auburn University track and field has a national champion in Joyce Camellia in the five thousand. My goodness,
1: I think Kyle was more excited about this than he was when. Auburn beat Alabama
0: in at, football? Now, now, let's go crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, look.
0: You know, I obviously, as the editor of this network, pushed the the story and the, you know, vision that everything should be valued just as much as everything else. But we're not going to be blind to the fact that Alabama and Auburn and football is king.
1: Okay, can I say that you were more excited than when Auburn beat Georgia? Just no. not ah! in the miracle at jordan Hare. That's a little Let's excessive. How about this?
0: I don't know that it's fair to track right now for us to be comparing... <laughs> Those type of things. Let's just celebrate that we have a national champion.
1: Let's talk about that.
0: All right. So first ever NCAA champion in a distance event for Auburn with a time of 15 minutes, 48.98 seconds. Did you sing the event? This was the 5,000 meters. Excuse me. I thought I did that earlier. Uh, This is a quote from, I think, her that we have posted down here below. She said, the first few laps were very slow, and I tried to push the lead and and see if someone would challenge me. During the last few laps, I realized we were going to finish at about 16 minutes which is slow to me. I tried to, excuse me, <laughs> it's just slow to me. I tried to take the lead and I saw Katie Izzo go with me and take the lead. And I was like, thank you, God. She's the person I always race against. And I accepted the challenge. Wow. So wow. it's probably what pushed her to eventually win this event is seeing the person that she's run against a lot. Yeah. And then go having, with her. You know, it's, it's, it's my rival in a sense. Yep.
1: And I think it's important to mention that again, this is the first ever NCAA champion in a distance event for Auburn. It's Ever. It's
0: crazy to think about. Like, it's just, like, we've been doing this for five years, like we said, and we haven't talked right. about and this Auburn level track and field has
1: been a thing for 30 years. I don't know, 100 years.
0: Absolutely I could make up a number. So if that wasn't enough. Right, right. She does, you know, and we're actually recording this right after it happened. You know, I mean, I know it's a gold and it's a national championship. She didn't get another one of those. But she did get a third place finish.
1: She got a bronze.
0: In a 3,000 meter run with a time of 9 minutes, 2.79 seconds. This is her fastest time this season. It's the second fastest time this season. Excuse me, I got a little excited there and jumped the gun. Fastest in the 3,000 meter was at the SEC Championship for her. And she ran a time of 8 minutes, 56 seconds, and uh, got a school record for that time. So this was significantly slower
1: no not significant six seconds slower not significant you don't think that's significantly
0: i'm still i'm trying she to get like, third
1: place so it's good I'm enough just, for me i'm gonna go with competition as she said for the five thousand meter they were running a little slow
0: right which is kind of odd and it shows you like just how good joyce is the fact that she's like we're we doing in this event like this is too slow for me yeah
1: yeah I think this is amazing. I'm just really proud of her. It's been such a joy to watch her on social media, on Instagram and Twitter and everything. And, you know, even before these events happened, just watching her give honor to her teammates, to, you know, to God, to her coaches. And just really, she just seems like a very humble person, which speaks more to her character than it does to her talent, which to me in the long run of life, that's what's more important. And not only is she a fantastic athlete, but she seems like a really great teammate.
0: And on a less, like, important level, she is a shining light in a year that has been somewhat down for Auburn Athletics. Oh, yeah. Football down, basketball, men's basketball couldn't compete. They fired the women's basketball coach. You know, all the big stuff right now is not really living up to the expectations. (laughs) But Joyce, (laughs) Joyce you and the women and the track and field as a whole program are a shining light so far this season.
1: Absolutely. So moving on to Dante Brown. So he competed in the 60-meter dash. And he finished 10th in the 60-meter dash with a time of 6.66, which is a time that he has known well this season. Um, He's run that time quite a few times. And just as a note, that was only one hundredth of a second shy of an eighth-place finish, which would have put him in the finals. And you
0: hate this for Dante because the fact that you're just that close to get into the finals. because. It's an, as we said, it's accomplishment to get to nationals,
1: huge accomplishment.
0: And to be that close out of the 16 competitors that are there in the two different heats to be in the finals, that's it. Yep. That would be another humongous step. And he was yep. right there. So we're proud of him regardless. But Absolutely. I can't imagine the, ah, oh, if only I could have, you know, just done this, probably feeling this swept over him. But you got outdoor season still left.
1: Yeah, definitely. So moving on, we've got Dontavious Hill. He competed in the high jump and he finished in a tie for ninth place in high jump after clearing 2.13 meters. And this was actually his first NCAA appearance.
0: And we, again, we've talked a lot about watching him grow, improve over the last few seasons. This is one of those stories that you really love to watch happen. Because Absolutely. this is not someone that burst onto the scene like a Joyce Camelli. And we right. knew that she was going to be good. This is something, not that we didn't know that Don Tavis was going to good. No, get, this was
1: the slow burn.
0: Slow burn. And then finally, here at the top, He's rising to the occasion and he's, you know, obviously didn't get a first, second, third.
1: But ninth in the country, I'm going with that's a win.
0: I like the route that you're going. I hope he keeps going that way.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then we got James Corson to finish off here. Now, James didn't have the best outing at Nationals, and he actually was unfortunately not able to clear any height. The winner cleared 5.93 meters, and that's the season best. His season best was at the SEC Championships by clearing... 5.43 5.43 meters. So you can see the difference quite there on the national stage. So yep. while he was, you know, pretty good in the SEC championship, you can see the difference in this one event nationally. And
1: it was very interesting. So James was not the only one that didn't clear the height. So they actually started at 5.3 meters, which I should have done more research and thinking about it, because I don't know what they started with at the SEC championship, but I think it was a smidge lower than that.
0: I would assume so.
1: Um, I think... There were three, four, maybe five athletes that didn't clear any height at Nash at the NCAA for pole
0: vault. It tells you that this is an area in you know nationally that is very strong competitively. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's tough to you know win at all in this event on a national stage. But the fact that you're there again, we keep saying that, and I just want to reiterate it: the fact that you're there as one of the sixteen. Yeah, that's an accomplishment in the
1: country. Like that's what we just have. To, this is not the top sixteen. In Alabama. This isn't the top 16 in the SEC. This is the entire country where, like Kyle said, you've got Oregon and Arkansas and apparently Baylor, who is bomb at pole vault. Um, you've got all of these, you know, Florida State, all of these random schools that are really, really good at some of these events. So to be in the top 16, regardless of the event, that is a major accomplishment. And we couldn't be prouder of these six athletes. And I know that they are so proud of each other and their families and their coaches. And just everybody is just celebrating alongside them.
0: If you had told me that indoor season would be this exciting, I would have laughed at you.
1: Honestly. And
0: I know that like track and field is not the most exciting thing thing for people. But if you are not paying attention this year, you need to be getting on board because this is just indoor season.
1: And I'll tell you, so... The outdoor season's coming. Apparently, we missed, you know, we couldn't see the events, but there's going to be a replay tomorrow on ESPN. I'm watching
0: the Joyce run.
1: Oh, we're going to record it, too.
0: <laughs> I need to see her actually win this thing. Yes. And just see the emotion on her face, because I can't imagine what that was like for all these athletes yeah. to be there competing on a stage. You can imagine Dante Brown, like we said, just being like milliseconds yeah. off of making the finals. Just...
1: Uh, Maddie Malone. Yep. Killing it with a PR in her weight throw. I mean, all of these athletes. I I think we're just, we are so proud. And this has been my favorite season since I've started Tiger Tracks to talk about. And I can't believe it.
0: And I'm here with you. So that says something.
1: (laughs) I know. And normally outdoor is my favorite. So I'm super excited for outdoor 2021 be the first time that it's happened in two years I know right
0: it's been like you know forever since we've been able to talk about track and field in general and what a way to restart the seasons for indoor and outdoor
1: absolutely so congratulations to our six NCAA athletes they have a significant place in our hearts and we hope that they have touched your hearts as well this indoor season so until outdoor starts War Eagle
0: War Eagle